Welcome to the Church on a Hill podcast with Tim Sievers and Pastor Corey from Palouse Federated Church in Palouse, Washington. It's good to be with you. Uh, Pastor Corey, it's good to have you back. Uh, this is the, yeah. last, the last time I talked to you, your scenery was, was different. Than uh, my office, office blinds or whatever? Yeah. Hey, this is like putting on an old pair of slippers or something. It feels like I've done this before. <laughs> uh yeah this this it's good to be back tim um sorry we can't be in the same studio recording this with all the restrictions and stuff but uh i see you wore a yellow shirt i wore a yellow shirt no particular reason no i we didn't even talk about it so no uh, it's We're just, just uh, yeah yeah it's funny uh good to be back so hey uh I heard you had some fun with the podcast. I'm looking forward to watching some of the, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the bloopers? Bloopers. Yeah, I hear there's some really good ones, Tim. Oh, it's it's embarrassing to be me right now. <laughs> well, I, I hear you're breaking the internet. So I got to go back and check that. I'm sure people can see that on our YouTube page or whatever. So, um, but it's good to be back. Yeah. Good to um, so, what, what, what do we do on this podcast? It's it's well, only been the, two months, but uh, we we yeah we all, well we always talk about the scripture. Um, that's an important feature of our weekly, regularly scheduled podcast. That's right. I'm ready to do that. I got a we big have some black Bible. We make some jokes. Okay. Uh, yes, I remember that. But we thought maybe we would get started today with you just telling us a little bit about uh, your time away and. Um, and what it's cool. like to come home. What yeah, is- thanks. Uh, so we had a two month sabbatical leave. Uh, we were gone two and a half months because we worked remotely there the first two weeks, kind of adjusting or whatever. Uh, but uh, so last two months were sabbatical leave and we were completely disconnected, no work, uh, no work emails, no podcasts, nothing, and just rest and uh, renewal. Uh, in case you're wondering that the church has done that now twice for me, that's every eight years that I've served here. So we've been here almost 16 years, 16 years, September. Uh, and so two months of sabbatical leave uh, to rest and renew and replenish. And the good news is we feel replenished. We, uh, we had a great time. It was a huge blessing. Thank you for praying. Um, it's a weird summer. It was a weird summer over there. A difficult summer for us nationally, right? Lots of challenges we're working through, but uh, for us as a family, um, a lot of great family time. Uh, for us as a married couple, Tina and I had a lot of just, uh, um, I don't know, just a good summer um, talking and relating and sharing and growing spiritually together and um, tons of family time, tons of hiking. Um, yeah, it was it was just great. I read a lot. Um, Tina read a lot, um, and that was good. Got to run a lot, walk a lot, hike a lot. So, yeah, it was it was a blessing. I don't want to rub it in everybody's faces that's just like stuck at home, uh, you know. Uh, but uh, it was a blessing. I can't deny it. So, and you, I hope had some time to go to Glacier National Park. One of my favorite. We places. yes, Glacier National Park. We lost count honestly uh we bought the well initially the weird thing was tim with all the covid stuff uh initially you could just sail through the gate you know they didn't have anybody there and then they had some staff kind of just waving you on through uh then eventually right around 
4th of July, they started charging people to come in, but they only had staff there from 8 a.m. to 4.30. So if you got there beforehand or after that, you could just go in for free. Um, and But anyway, we bought an annual pass um, and uh, thanks to a very generous gift. Uh, and uh, we went in as many times as we wanted. Uh, got a little crowded the later it got in the summer, uh, but it, it's an amazing place. Uh, uh, drove the Going to the Sun Road didn't open till mid-July this year, July 13th, I think. Um, but once it was open, we, uh, we, we did that trip several times and it's not opened all the way. So we made it as far as rising sun. If you know where that is on Lake St. Mary, I'm guessing you do and had a couple of picnics there and waited in the water. And one of the last hike Danny and I did was the hike that starts from the, um, the, uh, the ranger station gift shop there at rising sun. There's a trail of the Lake Otokani. And I think it's five five and a quarter miles to the lake, and that was beautiful. That was that was awesome. Um, so it was almost eleven miles by the time we were all done with it. Um, but uh, yeah, saw so bears. Okay. Yeah. You know? I was ask, what's your favorite? What was your favorite animal sighting while you were there? Uh, we saw a black bear eating bugs out of a log or something. That was pretty cool. We saw we saw a young grizzly digging up bugs on the side of a river under rocks. I assume that's what it was doing. Um, and then the girls uh, in the back seat, there was, you know, you could tell there's an animal sighting in Grizzly when there's cars parked somewhere and, and the lights come on suddenly, right? Or whatever. So we saw these cars slow down. And so we slowed down and then we rolled down our windows and it was kind of the sun was setting. But we saw movement, and maybe Tina will get this video out on social media. Maybe it's already out there. I don't know. But we just heard crunching things in the trees. And the girls kept seeing, saying, I see it, I see it. And I couldn't see it. But when we got the video, there was a big bear butt uh, <laughs> that went up into the woods. And you can hear it on their video, crunching branches. So uh, we didn't get to see the whole bear, but the bear butt was pretty, pretty impressive. Uh, so... Yeah, it was only, you know, the back end of that bear. But uh, uh, we the, we saw a herd of uh, bighorn one day. We saw a lot of bighorn sheep. But one day there was just this whole herd up at Logan Pass. That was awesome. Uh, saw a lot of mountain goats. Struck out on mountain goats only a couple of times. Really, they're all over the place. Or at least they were where we were. Um, so, you know, they crossed our path numerous times. And saw baby mountain goats, cute stuff. Um and uh yeah just lots lots of good animal sightings um yeah well mountain goats are my favorite animal from that yeah part of the world i think they're just beautiful creatures um what about a favorite favorite hike or place that you visited while you were there wow um so they have some beautiful beautiful hikes so at glacier um you know, our first hike where we got to do because they opened the park in stages, uh, we did as a family. So that was really special. And we really didn't know the grandeur of the park um, yet. And so we did the avalanche hike and it was a rainy, uh, it was still rainy in June and the park, the, the, the trail was muddy, but there was beautiful, the, 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 the creek, avalanche creek was just raging and just amazing. We were stunned by that. 
but then you really don't know what you're getting up there until you get to this lake and you just pop out and we had no idea how it was going to how beautiful that was going to be avalanche lake and so that was i think that'll always be special and comparing one natural beauty to another is a little difficult right but that will be special because we all did it together we had to trudge through this mud and, and you know Hetty fell in the mud at one point and, and uh so that was that but that was beautiful tina and i got to do hidden lake the hidden lake trail uh, on the snow we we did it the first day logan pass opened and the trail was open too we tried to do it several times after that when there was no snow uh but there was a lot of bear activity so every time we hit it it was closed after that um but tina and i did it when it was at least 50 percent snow if not 75 percent snow so it was a slow hike uh you know you know the uh, to the lake huh you went no. all the way down to the lake or just the over no i'm talking there was snow just to get to the outlook uh so yeah, yeah. Or the, uh you know so the boardwalk would yeah. every once in a while would be above the snow and then most of the time it was covered with snow yeah. and so it was just you know one foot at a time being very yeah. careful um and um yeah that was awesome um i love like overlook it's so beautiful yeah we did go down past it a ways and then after going through some more snow and realizing how much we'd have to come up we decided not to go down all the way um we went far enough that we could see some different angles and but uh yeah that was really cool my last hike with danny which i already talked about was cool um um we did we did some hiking out of the park um in the jewel basin area if you're familiar with that and did mount mount aeneas that uh, tina and i did mount aeneas and that was that was really awesome saw mountain goat up there too um, um so yeah, the last hike we did as a family was to Finger Lake, if you've ever heard of that, um, up north, north on the way to Canada, north of Whitefish area. Hiked in and swam, and somebody had left a canoe there, so canoed around the lake. And um, yeah, it, it just now, awesome. Did you, awesome. Did you ever make it to the Polbridge Mercantile? Several times. Okay. Several times. And okay. I had Huckleberry at least, paws. I'm not going to confess to any more than three Huckleberry bear paws, uh, bear claws, <laughs> bear claws. Uh, uh, yeah, we, we, yeah. So for folks who don't know, the pole bridge mercantile is like past the electric grid. It, it makes its own energy with solar power and it has propane, but it's got, it's this little grocery store from 1914 or whatever. And, but it's got, uh, a fully functioning bakery man and they make the best sandwiches and so we had we had lunch there a couple times um took took my parents up there um it, but it it takes some work to get up there man there's some bouncy roads and uh so uh we didn't get up there too many times but i i think we were up there at least three times if not four went to bowman lake um a couple of times which is a lake past there that you can basically drive to again a pretty bumpy road um did a little hiking around there um so yeah that's i think that's kind of the forgotten corner of the park right the northwest corner is what they say and really sadly for us the whole eastern side but i think a really good decision uh that the eastern side and the eastern entrances have been closed the blackfeet nation has said 
you know, we don't want even the risk of COVID. So no in and out of our reservation, including Glacier. So there was no, we, we couldn't go to some of the, a lot of the stuff, but that's okay. You know, uh, there was plenty to see. What's that? You just have to go back. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we were blessed. COVID is a very difficult thing, but there were some blessings because of it. Uh, Tina and I, for her birthday, while the kids were at camp, we were able to, not quite on the spur of the moment, but a few days before, reserve a, a cabin room. It wasn't the whole cabin. It was just a, a room in the cabin of the the lodge system there, um, right on the lake, you know, and a little more than a hotel would cost, but not terrible. And sort of right on Lake McDonald. And uh, in a normal year, I think you got to reserve that months in advance. Um, and so that was kind of, that, that kind of stuff was cool. But there's a lot more traffic funneled into the parts that are open. And yeah. there's already a lot of traffic. So, so as the summer went on, it just got more and more intense. Uh, and you had to kind of, we, we had to get crafty about, okay, when are we going to the park, you know? Yeah. And when are we going to what part of the park? I think that happens every year, I've learned. But I guess the locals don't even go until September, you know? They just wait for all us tourists to go away. But, <laughs> but anyway um so, we're talking about glacier a lot we could talk about glacier the whole time it's it's amazing um yeah threw a couple snowballs this summer oh good in late july so one of the things i love about the area is how it reminds us of well it reminds me of god's greatness uh, or the immensity of god um, to create such an amazing world and with such such uh, beauty and that reminds me a little bit of uh, our text that we're going to be looking at this week oh the segue <laughs> um, so you're, you're you're back in the saddle so to speak and yeah. uh, you're going to be preaching this week and we're starting a new series through the gospel of john and uh strangely you know maybe it seems to some people we're going to start at the end to talk about the beginning <laughs> um but 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 we we see in those verses that we're gonna we're going to talk about this week also this this idea of um, the immensity of God and how uh, difficult it is to to capture everything that uh, is everything that could be said or, mm. or about Him. So why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, where we're going in John this sure. week or, or the the this the series in general and and then specifically this week what should we be looking for yeah so we are going to do the gospel according to john or the good news according to john it's uh one of the four gospels and uh we're going to be in it excuse me for a while um and this week's the introduction week so talking about why we should read this book why did john write this book what does he and and god want us to get out of this book um and so um, one of the best ways to do that in John is at the end, he kind of gives us uh, hints about his purposes uh, of writing this, this book. And so, like you said, we're going to start it near the end in order to begin. So we have eyes to see what, what the author wants us to see. So in John chapter 20, verses 30 and 31, uh, is written now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of the disciples which are not written in this book but these are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ the son of God and that by believing 
you may have life in his name. So uh, we're going to talk about that, uh, that Jesus did a lot of other uh, miracles, did a lot of other signs. I mean, he uses the word signs. It's one of his repeated words, something that is pointing to who he is, his identity. And his identity is the son of God, the Christ, the savior of the world, um, who can make you have new life and everlasting life when you believe in him. And so he, he did signs to point to them. But John tells us at the end, but I didn't tell you all of them. Uh, but, but the ones I wrote down are written so that you would believe that he is the Christ, the son of God. And that when you believe, you can have life in his name. So he tells us right there the purpose of the book that, he wrote this about Jesus as one of his followers so that we could really trust in Jesus. And by trusting in him, uh, we have life. And that's what we call the doctrine of being saved by faith, right? Saved by God's grace right. through faith. Yeah. That, you know, that uh, we are saved by believing in his name. So, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about that. Uh, and then if you go to the very end of the book, chapter 21 verse 25 john says now there are also many other things that jesus did and were every one of them to be written i suppose that the whole world itself could not contain the books that would be written um, so we can't fully understand who jesus is there's more to say about him there always be more to say about god and like you were saying even god's creation how do we how do we describe something as beautiful as national park or even a section of that park and God's even far, far, far greater than that. Right. He, and how do, you know, how do we contain God? We can't really contain him in all the volumes in the world. Uh, but uh, you know, but still something has been passed down for us so that we can know who he is and that we can really have a relationship with him. Uh, so uh, our journey in John is to read some of these things that were written down, ask, why did John include this story? Why did he explore it in this, uh, you know, this way? Why did he have the Samaritan woman at the well story? Nobody else does. You know, why, why does he have the cleansing of the temple early on in the ministry? Why, why does he meet Nicodemus, the religious teacher at, at night? You know, that, that's a new story. John didn't make these things up. These are a lot of these stories. Uh, most of John's stories aren't included in Matthew, Mark, and Luke. And, and John was an older man when he either wrote this gospel or dictated it to some of his um, fellow co-workers, younger co-workers in the gospel. So he, he, he knows, you know, I need to pass down some of these other dimensions of Jesus or facets of Jesus that people need to hear about so that they could believe. And, and I think he wrote this for the church and for those who didn't yet believe in Jesus. And he knew and was inspired by the Holy Spirit to, to pass down uh, what he experienced of Jesus, the wisdom and the healings. Um, and he, he did it in just marvelous ways. I mean, it, this book is just, I'm not trying to compare or put down the other gospels, but it's really genius and, and how he weaves together themes, uh, like one of the themes is light and darkness, um, Jesus is the light of the world, right? He, he talks about water and dryness and, you know, uh, bread and hunger. And uh, we see the corruptness of like the temple, but then the purity of Jesus, who is the true temple. And we see all these themes and then they come 
you know, they're, they're building towards the, the cross and resurrection. And uh, it's just masterful. And uh, I think the Holy Spirit did a masterpiece through this. And I think we're going to enjoy uh, more than enjoy. We're going to be blessed deeply by falling deeper in love with Jesus as we encounter him in the gospel. So I want to encourage anybody listening, watching, you know, that that's the whole point of the book of John is to get closer to Jesus, to, to see him better, to really see who he is, uh, to renew our belief in him. If we're already a believer, or maybe you're out there and you don't believe in him yet, but you, you can encounter Jesus. You truly can encounter Jesus through the gospel and, and that can give you uh, new life uh, is what John's saying, because Jesus said that. It can give you uh, springs of water flowing from within you is one of the metaphors Jesus gives you. It can make you new from within. God can make you new from within. And maybe you're listening to this thing. Ah, that's crazy. I don't even know what that means. Uh, well, I, I challenge you to, to join in this journey and just see what God does uh, and really ex explore John uh, with us. So, uh, so this week will be the introduction, starting with those ending verses in order to get some lenses, as we've said in the past, to see, to see the gospel. And then we'll dive into chapter one next week. And we should have this thing wrapped up by, uh, by the time all the COVID stuff's over. So no, I don't, that's a bad, path. no, it's going to take a while. Have we, uh, have we scheduled out all of it? I don't think so. It's no, no, we've only, we're only scheduled out through the end of the year, I think, or actually up until Advent. Cause we, yeah, we change up for Advent. Yeah. Up for Advent. Yeah. So, well, the one thing about John that maybe makes it faster than other gospels, I mean, you could spend as much time in it as you want, uh, but he does big chunks, big stories, big narratives where Jesus is, you know, uh, spending a lot of time saying something or a lot of time with one person, like with Nicodemus in chapter three or Samaritan woman at the well, chapter four. But you could also spend a lot of time, you could spend more than one week on those, you know, or Jesus talking about being the bread of life in chapter six, you could spend a lot of time on that. Uh, it's really one section though, you know, so breaking it up does some damage to it in a way, but also it's too deep to do in one sermon sometimes. So we'll have a lot of fun. So it, it, it's a deep book with a lot of dimensions to it. Somebody said it's like a diamond with a lot of facets, you know, keep turning it around and you see you see uh, another shimmer of beauty from another angle and um, um, i definitely agree with that so awesome yeah well it sounds like we have an exciting series uh to carry us through into advent and and into the next year and so um if people want to join us for worship right now they can do that online you can uh visit with us uh, at flutechurch.org uh, and grab a link to our YouTube. You can search us on YouTube. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. And each week we post our uh, a traditional and contemporary service. Um, we'd love to have you join us. And I guess one of the cool things about that is you don't have to be, you can be anywhere and, and, and join the study of John that we're about to embark on. And you also can do it and go back to it uh, any day of the week. Um, and uh, keep studying. And so that's a good, uh, good opportunity for people to join us. It's a great time uh, to invite somebody to, to, to join you in worship, whether you gather people at your house or you 
um, you ask them to join you online, host a watch party or something. Uh, as we get into this book of John, uh, it's a great opportunity to, to get back to church and to invite others to, to join you. So consider doing that uh, if you're out there listening uh, to this podcast right now. Yeah. Well, is there anything you want to say before we close? Anything else? No, it's good to be back. Thank you for preaching and, and working through the book of First Peter. Heard a lot of good things. And um, uh, yeah, I, I, hope, I hope you enjoyed your time in the pulpit. And now I get some time and we'll let you pinch hit one of these weeks coming up, but you need, you need a break. Uh, and it, it's just been a, it's been a blessing and it's, it, but it's also really good to be back. We feel good, feel rested and excited to be here serving. Don't know what the future holds in a lot of ways, right? You and I are bus drivers. Uh, we don't know what, what's going to happen there. A lot of stuff in life. You know, we're, we're in the same boat with a lot of people. What's going to be, what's going to happen, but, uh, just, uh, in the meantime, we're going to keep preaching God's word. We're here to pray and, and serve you as a church the best we can. We're, we're looking for ways to get together in the, the future. We're working towards that. We really are. We're, we're doing our best. So, um, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and no matter what, no matter what we are living through experiencing, the one thing that's constant is that God is good and he loves every one of us. And so, yeah, amen. Amen. Uh, and spiders are bad. Hey, <laughs> that's true. And if you need but God proof, made spiders, if you need proof, you can check out that podcast. Yeah, all that coming God podcast. is good, man. Did you guys eat any ice cream this summer or anything? I... We didn't. We uh, we did some. Uh, we had some sponsors sponsors that we had. Uh, uh, yeah, brought bought their products and then promoted them. Tried to be uh, local. Uh, thing so we talked about some coffee and it sounds like reverse sponsoring or it, it was reverse sponsoring yeah. okay okay it was kind of fun though um yeah. but we didn't uh didn't go out and get ice cream we okay we that's cool really know, so you didn't want to cheat on me I have ice cream with somebody else yeah we i had ice cream in montana but i didn't podcast about it i so. hope i hope you did i hope you had some from sweet peaks and sweet peaks and the super one there you know you can get a junior junior cone for 25 cents that's a quarter <laughs> yeah that's yeah. one of the last great deals out there man yes. or or a root beer float for a buck yeah. so we uh we did that uh we did that a fair bit um yeah but cool. uh, good time so well uh i guess i'll wrap things up for this episode so uh, yeah, thank you. yeah 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 thank you all for listening and watching this has been tim and Corey coming to you from our uh, Zoom studios here in the rolling hills of Palouse, Washington, and we hope you have a blessed week. Thanks for joining us.